How many of you are on Facebook or Twitter? Got quite a few of us, okay. I am on Facebook. I love Facebook. Uh, Facebook is the largest social media network in the world. Uh, 1.65 billion people are on Facebook. 1.65 billion Facebook users. Twitter's not quite as large, about one-fifth the size. There are 300 million Twitter users or Twitter handles in the world uh, that log on every month. So 1.65 billion, 300 million, it's about 2 billion people, uh, 2 billion different accounts, different uh, Twitter handles, Facebook pages. That's, that's amazing. That's a lot of people. You know, and Facebook is really something that uh, it occupies way too much of my time, I'll be honest. But there's some good things about Facebook, some good things that you can do with Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook page. Uh, if you're not my friend on Facebook, you know, look me up, Sean Cornett. Just search for Sean Cornett, and I may agree to be your friend. I don't know. Uh, now I'll friend you. Why not, right? It makes me look popular and cool. Everything I wasn't in high school. Um, so, um, but... Uh, we have a church Facebook page. I have my own personal Facebook page, but we have a church Facebook page. If you haven't liked our church's Facebook page, I encourage you to do that. It's uh, facebook.com slash GriffithFCC. We do a lot with our Facebook page here. We put out lots of announcements, some prayer requests, uh, but we keep people up to date as to what's going on here at GFCC through our Facebook page. So I encourage you uh, to like our Facebook page. Uh, pull out your phone right now, facebook.com slash GriffithFCC. You can like the GFCC Facebook page. I'll give you a minute. <laughs> don't reach for your phones all no um so encourage you to check out our church's facebook page or if you have a youngster uh, in our fuel program uh we have a, a gfcc fuel facebook page for junior senior high kid we have a gfcc kids zone uh facebook page for everything goes on for kids uh, up through grade six so we have all kinds of facebook pages that we use a lot uh, and I encourage you to, to use them. One of the things that I like to do with my personal Facebook page is every day I record on my phone a one-minute devotional. Uh, and I just uh, put some thoughts together on paper, uh, and then I read them uh, on my Facebook page. And so every morning, sometime between the hours of 5.30 and 6.30, and you're like, you're up at 5.30 every day. Um, but I, I record this little video and I send it out and it's seen by anywhere from 100 to 250 people every day. And it's really cool that I get to share God's word and just a, a one minute thing just to kind of get people's day off to, the, to a start, to a good start, uh, hopefully. And uh, so we do that. I do that every single day. Uh, get that devotion out there Monday through Friday. Uh, like I said, we do a lot with our Facebook page to spread the word of things that we're doing, events that we're having. Uh, one of the things that happened this week on our Facebook page was this. We did not post a picture of a cooler just for posting a picture of a cooler, uh, but rather uh, one of our deacons came up with the idea that with this Pokemon Go craze, and there are just millions of users playing Pokemon Go, including my son and wife, uh, we were going to put out bottles of water because it was going to be hot all week. It was in the 80s and 90s all week. We thought, you know what, we have all these kids walking around in front of our church building and what we'll do is we'll take a cooler and we will fill it with ice and bottles of water so that when kids come by, they can grab a bottle of water. And on it was just a little sign that said, hey, you, GFCC loves you, Jesus loves you, and uh, take a free bottle of water in Jesus' name just to, just to keep yourself hydrated and, and refreshed. So we, we put that out there uh, and it, it was went crazy. It went absolutely crazy. It was shared uh, almost 200 times. Uh, it was seen by over 10,000 people. 
10,000 people saw the post about our little cooler. If I had known that was going to happen, I would have bought a new one. Uh, but uh, So 10,000 people saw this post. I got a message on our Facebook page from a guy from New York State. So, hey, heard about your water. What a cool idea. I don't know if he sounds like that, but that's how he sounded in my head when I heard him, when I read this email. So, hey, what a great idea. Anyway, so we put the cooler out there. It was, it was really cool. I'm sorry. Alex is from New Jersey. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. That was terrible, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So, um, but uh, we, uh, we put the cooler out there. And then we came up with another idea. Well, what if we had a meetup? What if we uh, put it out there for anybody playing Pokemon Go to come to our church building on Saturday night? We're going to do pizza and hot dogs and bottles of water. We'll have some games and stuff going on. So we put, up, put together this idea on like Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday that the idea was hatched. And so between Tuesday and Saturday, we put this whole thing together. And we got this thing going, and sure enough, over 150 people came last night. It was tremendous. It was amazing. Kids milling around, people meeting new people, uh, people talking, having great conversations, and we're telling people that Jesus loves you, and that you got a church in this town that cares about you, and uh, you're more than welcome to join us anytime, uh, but just know there's no strings attached. We, we just want to show you God's love in a real practical way. And it was really cool. It was, it was really great. Like I said, Facebook can be used for some really great things. Uh, and, and, and that was one of them. That was just a great idea uh, one of our deacons came up with. And, and man, we had so much fun. We had a blast doing it. I'm exhausted, but it was, it's like the best kind of exhausted to be. Uh, and, but, you know, Facebook, like I said, has a lot of good purposes, a lot of good things. Disseminating information, for one. Uh, organizing people. Uh, you know, I think about some of the things, some of the, like what happened in Egypt a couple of years ago through Twitter, that uh, through Twitter people were organizing protests and demonstrations against the, uh, the dictatorship government, uh, the, the kind of government they had there that was oppressing people, and uh, they overthrew the government. I mean, they, they brought about real change, and it was just through or people organizing uh, over Twitter. Uh, I think about the way people have... Uh, you know, brought to light things about injustice and, and social issues through Facebook and social media. I, I think there's a lot of good that can be done through social media. There's a lot of bad that can happen through social media as well. While so Facebook and Twitter can serve to unite people, it can also serve to divide people. Uh, it, can be ser it can be used in such a way as to uh, incite violence. It can be used in such a way as to bring division in our country or even in churches. You know, we look at each other differently based on the things that we see on social media. That you may see that somebody posted something or somebody liked something or somebody shared something. You look at them differently when you see them on Sunday morning going, I can't believe you posted that. I can't believe you liked that. I can't believe you shared that. You're the pastor. You shouldn't do that kind of thing. But we look at each other differently. And Facebook and Twitter and things like that, can, social media can divide us. And that's not good. Uh, Facebook and social media and Twitter and things like that can, can reveal a lot about our hearts. It can reveal a lot about who we really are based on the things that we like and post and share. And I think we need to be careful as Christians, as followers of Jesus, the things that we post, the things that we like, and the things that we share. Because it reflects not only on ourselves, and it reflects not only on our church or on our friends, but it reflects on Jesus. If you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Jesus, and people know it, then they're watching us. 
And they really do. They watch for hypocrisy. Oh, you say you love Jesus. You posted that video of you getting baptized on your Facebook page. And then you post that? (laughs) I knew it. All Christians are the same. Just a bunch of hypocrites. You liked that post, you liked that picture, you liked that video, you shared that video. All you Christians are the same. Just a bunch of hypocrites. And it may sound extreme to to go to that level of, of Facebook and Twitter. It's like, ah, it's just Facebook, it's just Twitter. But is it? Or does it really say something about who we are as people? And not just who we are, but to whom we belong. This morning, I really want to, I really want to focus on this this idea of of Facebook and Twitter and social media and how it reflects not only on us but how it reflects on Jesus. We're continuing in our new series called "There's an App for That," and we're talking about different internet apps, social media apps, uh, smartphone, uh, tablet apps, and things like that. We're talking about these different things and using them as the bases for sermons. Uh, Last week we talked about angry birds and what an angry country we live in. Amen? There's a lot of anger out there. And we talked about ways to effectively deal with our anger. Sometimes we got to walk away. Sometimes we got to count to 10 million in order to keep from bopping somebody in the nose, in order to control our anger. So last week we talked about Angry Birds. Today we're talking about Facebook and Twitter and social media and the things that we do on social media, the things that we post, the things that we like, and the things that we share. And I believe that these things are a direct result of what's in our hearts. And we're going to see why I think that in a minute. We're going to see what God's Word says about that in just a moment. Um, I, I want it to be very clear that I don't think that we can separate our uh, Christian lives from our Facebook profiles. We cannot separate our Christian lives from our Facebook profiles. That if you are a Christian, you've got to be a Christian all the time, including on social media. And, you know, I was thinking about this. I was in the kitchen this morning making breakfast, and this thought came to mind. It was like, man, this... You know, somebody may argue with you, Sean, and say, no, you don't understand. I I have rights. I have freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want. I have freedom of speech. And, and this is the thought that came to mind. God will not judge you by what's in the Constitution. He will judge you by his word. God will not judge you by what's in the Constitution. He will judge you by his word. And so, yeah, you have the freedom to say whatever you want. On social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. But I want to talk about some filters maybe that we should put our posts through this morning based on God's word. You may have that freedom, but it doesn't mean that we always have to use it. Especially if it's going to reflect poorly on Christ. This is a tough one. This is tough stuff. And some of you who are not on Facebook going, huh, I can take a nap. But I, I, please don't nap. (laughs) Use it as ammunition against all your Facebook friends that you don't like. All you ever talk about is Facebook. Pastor Jean said, no, don't do that to them. But uh, if you've got your Bible, turn to uh, uh, Luke, Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 45. Luke chapter 6, 43 through 45. If you didn't bring your Bible, you can grab one out of the chair in front of you. It's on page 730. Or if you have your favorite smartphone or tablet app, uh, I recommend either Bible Gateway or 
uh, version, either one. Uh, it's on page 730 of the Chair Bible, uh, if you want to turn there. And we're going to look at, Matthew, at Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 45. I preach a lot from Matthew, and therefore I keep saying Matthew. But we're in Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 45. This is known as the Sermon on the Plain. It is a lot like the Sermon on the Mount. covers some of the very same topics. There's Beatitudes. There's uh, Do Not Judge. Uh, love Your Enemies. So Jesus is repeating some of the same concepts from the Sermon on the Mount. And we come to verses 43 through 45, where it says, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and the evil man brings up evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. I think that we could change those last three words to his fingers post. Out of the overflow of his heart, his fingers post. What's in your heart? I think that's the question that Jesus is asking us. What is the, what is the contents of our heart? What is going on in our hearts? And how does that reflect in the things that we post, in the things that we like, and in the things that we share on social media? Now, Jesus, like I said, is talking in the Sermon on the Plain, and he's talking about how the things that are in our hearts come out through our mouths. They come out in our behavior. They come out in our postings and in the things that we like and share. And I think that uh, Jesus wants us to be very thoughtful. And too often, when it comes to social media, we are very thoughtless. We don't think a lot about what we post, like, and share. We just kind of go by instinct. I think Jesus wants us to be much more thoughtful about the things that we post on social media. Um, I think that uh, one of the things that Jesus tells us here is that uh, about a tree and the fruit that it bears, uh, if you're a good tree, you're going to produce good fruit. But if you're an evil tree, you will produce evil fruit. You will produce bad fruit. So what kind of fruit is, are you producing? A life that is filled with the Holy Spirit. When you put your faith and trust in Jesus by believing in him, repenting from your sins, confessing your faith and getting baptized, you get born again. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. And when you have the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit is going to transform your life. It's going to change your life. Holy Spirit, he will uh, transform the way that you think, transform the way that you speak, transform the things that you do. Uh, I, I believe that one of the, the primary purposes of the Holy Spirit is to make us look more like Jesus. So I think one of the questions that we can ask ourselves when it comes to social media, when it comes to the things that we like, post, and share, is, is this something that Jesus would like, post, or share? If Jesus was standing over your shoulder, as you've got your smartphone out and you're creating a post, or if Jesus is standing over your shoulder as you're typing on your keyboard, posting, or liking, or clicking like, or clicking share, if Jesus is standing over your shoulder, where'd you come from? been here all along what would he say what would he think <clears throat> are you really going to post that because the things that we like post and share reflect not only on us as human beings but they reflect on our faith and the one in whom our faith is placed so if Jesus was standing over your shoulder watching you post that, what would you do? Would you post something differently? Would you put it a different way? Would you like that picture? Would you like that video? Would you share that post? Because he is watching us. He is there 
with us. And the Holy Spirit is within us, transforming us. And he, he should transform not only the things that we say, but the things that we post like and share as well. And so I, I, one of the things that I, I think about is, you know, so what should we be posting? What should we be saying? What kinds of things should we be doing on social media? And there are three Bible passages, three scripture passages, one, two from Ephesians and one from Colossians, that I think really inform the kinds of things that we should be posting on Facebook and Twitter. The first is from Ephesians 5, 4. It says, there should not be any obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place for God's people, that's us, but rather thanksgiving. So in some of the things that we post, if you find that they are full of obscenity, foolish talk, or of course joking, we probably shouldn't be doing that. We probably shouldn't be posting those things. And that can be hard because there's a lot of really bad stuff out there. And like I said, we need to be thoughtful about the things that we post, like, and share. And sometimes we don't even think about it. We just, oh, that looks funny or that's silly or, you know, that's meaningful or I resonate with that. We click on it. We don't pay attention to the original source. We don't pay attention to uh, any of the language in it. And it may be offensive to some or may be offensive to all. Uh, What are we posting? Why are we posting it? I think, I think we need to be careful because it reflects on Jesus. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 8, it says, You must rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your fingers. <laughs> That's tough. We live in a world that is very, very uh, filthy, Right? Absolutely. And it's easy to slip into that. It's easy to fall into that. It's easy for me to slip into that. It's easy for me to fall into that. There's times, yeah. I say things that I shouldn't. And I know better. You know better. We're in the same boat. Sean. (gasps) Before you go, Sean. (gasps) Look in the mirror and go, (gasps) me. I can't believe I said that. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who read it. Are the things that you're posting building other people up, are they tearing them down? Are you doing drive-by Facebook statuses where you just kind of let loose on everyone or on someone and, and you'll like vague post? Like somebody needs an attitude adjustment and they know who they are. How is that helpful? The Bible says go to that person and adjust it. No. No, it says go to that person and deal with it there rather than kind of vomiting all over Facebook about how you feel about someone in vague terms. If it's not helpful... If it's not building people up, should we be doing it? Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 gives us some characteristics of, I think, of the things that we should be posting. It says, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I think you could take out the word think and you could replace it with the word post. Because what's in our hearts comes out of our mouths or out of our fingers. So the things that we're thinking about, the things that are in our hearts should be things like this. Things that are true. 
Have you ever read something on Facebook? Go, that just doesn't sound right. <laughs> you ever read something on Facebook? And go, I wonder if they fact checked that. And then you'll go and you'll fact check it, and it's like completely just a rumor or gossip or wrong, and it just makes you want to pull your hair out. What little hair we have, I have left. It's frustrating. The things that we post, the things that we like, the things that we share, we should make sure that they are true and not lies. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, that is honorable or worthy of respect, it is not vulgar. And putting the words just saying behind it doesn't make it any more noble. It doesn't. Just saying. Whatever is right, things that are righteous, righteous thoughts and words, words that reflect your faith. Again, if Jesus wouldn't post it, should you? If Jesus wouldn't like it, should you? If Jesus wouldn't share it, should you? We are followers of Jesus. We are Christians. We wear the name of Christ. Let your posting reflect it. Whatever is pure, that is wholesome and not worldly. Whatever is lovely, these are words and thoughts that are beautiful and not evil. Whatever is admirable, do your thoughts and words speak well of you? Do your thoughts and words speak well of you? Or do they make other people question your faith? Do they make other people question your sanity? How do your words, thoughts, posts, likes, shares reflect on you as a follower of Christ? See, the things that we post, the things that we say, the things that we like and share are going to do one of two things for the most part. They are either going to push somebody further away from Jesus or they are going to draw someone closer to him. Which will it be? How do you want to answer that question? Are you in your posting pushing people further away from Jesus or are you drawing them closer to him? Just saying. Finally, Paul sums the whole thing up by saying if anything is excellent or praiseworthy and that's how he summarizes all of those traits, all of those characteristics, all those virtues that the things that we post, like, and share should be excellent and praiseworthy. Sean, I don't want to think when I go on Facebook. Obviously. We need to think about the things that we say, think, post, share, and like. We do. So, very simply, be careful. The, the subtitle of this sermon is, Oh, be careful, little fingers, what you post. And I think there are three things that we need to do when it comes to our interaction on social media. One, be careful what you share. Make sure that the things you're sharing are true. And that they are not gossip. Consider the sources of the things that you are sharing. If you are sharing the stark raving uh, lunacy, uh, uh, crazy posts of a madman, um, we are in an election season. Be careful what you post. Uh, be careful what you share. Consider the sources of the things that you're sharing. Consider the sources and whether they are true whether they are honest. Uh, be careful what you like. Because see, we can like certain things and 
when you like something, by the way, it shows up in other people's news feeds. They can see the things that you like. Be careful with that. Because it may make someone question your faith. It may say, make someone question your Christianity. It may make someone question your Savior. So be careful. Pay attention. That's all I'm asking is pay attention to the things that you like. And finally, be careful what you post. And run it through this filter. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If it is excellent or praiseworthy, post it. Whatever is wholesome and builds other people up rather than tearing other people down, post it. Run it through filters first. Would Jesus post, make this post? That's a toughie. Like I said, it's a tough sermon. The thing we have to remember is we have to remember that we are always ambassadors of Jesus Christ, even on social media. Always. The world is watching. They are watching you and they are watching me. They are watching the way that we live, the way that we act, the way that we post, the way that we like, the way that we share. They are watching us, looking for that hypocrisy. Maybe you're there, maybe you're one of the people watching us. (laughs) Are you bringing glory to Christ or are you bringing shame to the name? If we will remember that we are ambassadors of Jesus Christ, even on social media, it will transform the way that we post, like, and share. And it will speak well of us as the followers of Jesus. It will speak well of the one whom we follow. We want to bring honor and glory to Christ. That is what it's all about. And what is in here, if you are not being transformed here, if you are resisting the Holy Spirit here, then who knows what's going to come out of you? Bad fruit. But if you are being transformed by Jesus, and I know no one's going to be perfect. There's going to be times when it's like, I can't believe this guy did that. And yes, we're going to let anger get the best of us. We're going to get frustration get the best of us. We're going to get, we're going to let our, our sinful human nature get the best of us. And then it's time to go back on Facebook and say, you know what, folks, I messed up. I didn't mean that. You know, I asked for forgiveness. You know, that doesn't reflect well on me or my church or my God. And I ask that you would forgive me. But we are Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us. So be a good ambassador for Jesus. I mean, could you imagine if the ambassador to the United Nations got up in front of the United Nations General Assembly and just started dropping F-bombs? He'd be like, what's he doing? He's starting World War III? What's going on? He reflects poorly on our nation. And when you start doing something similar on Facebook, it reflects poorly on your Savior. So consider the things that you like, post and share, that you might be a good ambassador for Jesus Christ.